0: This is the motivation. Welcome to another episode of Jujitero's Coast to Coast, a podcast that talks about what's important on and off the mats. It's another Sunday fun day. We're talking UFC 264 pay-per-view. I got my coffee here. I'm joined by my boy Alfonso. What's going on, Alfonso? How you doing, man? been
1: fucking great, man. It's 4th of July. Kicking it. It's a three-day weekend for me. And I got my pal Dosekis right next to me. So and I'm fucking I'm ready to get into these these fight picks, Frank. It's fucking gonna be a great day. Thank you for having me on. Juddos out there, thank you for listening. What's up?
0: Yeah, hey, that's what's up. I'm drinking my coffee here in my coffee mug that my wife got me. he says science teachers are like a proton. Always positive. nice nice but today get your notebook ready get your pen out because we're about to get you some picks to make you some money that you can do on name whatever betting website you like i like to use mybookie.com um but if you got another one that you like to use out there let us know um hit us up we're always interested in trying out new sites
1: I just like to bet against yeah. Eddie all the time because he loses all the time. Like taking his money. Hey, that's a sure way to
0: win your fights. Sorry, Eddie. Truth comes out. Truth finally comes out. Hey, before we get started, man, I want to give a big shout out to all the boys at Rivalry. I know it's fourth of July. Some of the guys are getting their freedom rolls in down there at Company 21. They opened up their doors for them. Happened that open in, open mat. So what's up, Lil' Mike? DJ Jeff on the ones and twos getting on the mats. Mr. Ryan Kopinski, anybody else out there? Have fun, boys. Enjoy it. All right, Fonzo, you ready to get into these fights, brother? Yeah, let's go ahead. What's the first one, Frank? Uh, dude, dude, the more, like I was saying earlier, man, the more I look at this card, the more I, I go down the list and I just keep getting a harder and harder chub for these fights because there's some mm-hmm. really good fights, really good fights. We're just gonna. We're basically gonna talk main card and then a few fights from the prelims that I want to talk about. So let's start by talking about the fight we were just talking about: Ryan Hall taking on Ilya Tupuria. ilya has got what, like two fights in the UFC already. Uh, he's yep. kind of an unknown, uh, but he's ten and zero. Got two, two submissions, seven subs or something like that, Fanto?
1: Well, yeah, two, uh, two knockouts, seven subs, and then. One decision. It looks like.
0: There you go. Uh, and then, yeah, so he he's, he's, he's got a ten and no record. All right, you said you saw a couple uh, clips of him on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, what did you think, man? What'd you see?
1: Well, here's the thing, man. I, like you're, like you said, he's a relative unknown, and I really didn't know a lot about him um before. So I was like, oh, who is this guy? So I went on YouTube, saw a few clips, and he seems like a legit striker, dude. Um. You know, he, he was definitely working Damon Jackson, fucking going to the body, mixing it up, going to the head, like just it real, real clean, you know, striking. He seems to be super athletic, super explosive, and he's got one punch KO, man. I think he knocked him out like one punch. Um, You know, it was just like a single punch. I think it was a straight right and then brought him down. Um, so he's, he's a real deal. Like he, he's got some good striking ability. I didn't know much about his jujitsu or his ground game. Uh, but if he's got seven subs, you know, you know, he's got some good skills on the ground too. So, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see him fight more. So I'm excited for this fight, especially who he's up against. Cause I definitely get to see, it looks like we're definitely going to get to see a lot of his jujitsu skills against, um, Ryan Hall. So, um, yeah, with that said, I don't know, Hold man. Up. Um,
0: Hold up.
1: Right? Hold up. Yeah. Have you looked up Damon Jackson? Um, like to watch more of his fights? No, just no, he I don't is
0: the so. fighter. No, Damon Jackson but- kind of looks like the guy, the bad guy from the Green Lantern movie whose head got super long.
1: Oh, <laughs> he does. <laughs> Damn, fool. He's, he's a leader. <laughs> That's who he is.
0: All right. All right,
1: sorry. <laughs> Just a sad note. Um, uh, that's why he lost. Who got in
0: that fight, Ryan Hall or Ilya? What do you think?
1: Uh okay, so it, it's hard for me to tell. Here's if if um if the fights if Ilya is, is able to keep it on on you know, keep it standing up, I think Ilya's gonna get him. I don't think um Ryan Hall can take his power. I don't think he can he can out um, strike him at all. So, you know, Ryan's strategy is going to have to be to take him down. And who knows, man, even there, who knows? Because it sounds like Ilya's got some good ground game. So um, I know Ryan Hall's a beast on the ground. But, you know, I, I really don't know what what um, what Ilya is, is ready to do. I think just Ilya's got maybe more tools in his tool uh, toolbox that he can use. Um, so my brain is going Ilya against, you know, uh, for like a submission or like a, maybe, I don't even know. I don't even know. I just, just to win. I don't know how we would win. Um, I, This, this, it sounds like it could end in, in a number of ways. So Ilya coming out the victor. I do like Ryan Hall a lot. Like I'm a fan. Like, I think you said you were as well. So I want to see Ryan Hall win, but I think safe money is going to be Ilya. What about you?
0: All right. All right. Um, I'm All right. I'm going to go Ryan Hall, man. I got Ryan Hall in this training at the TriStar Gym. He's got GSP's old coach, Faraz Zahabi, as his coach. I got no doubt that they're going to come up with a game plan to figure uh, – what's his face? Um, what's his face? I'm sorry. What was his name again? Elias? Ilya. Ilya. Yeah. I got no doubt that for that uh, Faraz is going to come up with a game plan Specifically for Ryan Hall. They've had a lot of time to prepare for this fight. I feel that uh Ilya does have the advantage in the stand-up game, but eventually this fight's gonna hit the ground. And it looks like Ilya's majority of his wins have come by way of submission. If we're just gonna go off of submitting off of each other's submission game in this match, I'm going Ryan Hall all day long, man. Hopefully Ryan can get this fight to the ground. The sooner he can get it, the fight to the ground, the faster he's going to rip off Ilya's ankles or foot. Um, but I see Ryan Hall uh, sneak getting a sneaky takedown, pulling guard mo- most likely, maybe even doing some type of Iminari role and going mm-hmm. for either a knee bar or a heel hook. Uh, I'm going Ryan Hall submission round one. Uh, I've been hearing Damn. a lot of talk on the forums and on the internet of, regarding Ilya. As far as him possibly pulling off a big upset here. Uh, so it could it could happen, you know what I mean? You're you're super absolutely right, Fonzo. This fight is prime for an upset, you know what I mean? When you when yeah. I first saw this fight on paper, I instant instinctively beat Ryan Hall immediately without even giving it a, da- a second thought. But the more I look at it, you know what I mean, the more um uh, I'm second guessing, you know. Uh, yeah. but if you put a gut to my head right now, I'm I'm going Ryan Hall. So round one.
1: That's what's up. All right, uh, all Brian, right. On to next our next fight. talk
0: about real quick. Nico Price and Michelle Pereira, or Michael Pereira, I'm sorry. I'm not sure if you know anything too much about these guys, Fonzo. Uh, Nico Price was on a hot streak for a while, uh, kind of cooled off since then, and it's also coincided with him fighting higher-level competition, so that might have something to do with it. Uh, but he's always like, super exciting, super fun to watch. He's either going to knock yeah. somebody out or he's going to get knocked out. Uh, Michael Pereira, on the other hand, uh, like I was telling Fonzo earlier, he's got all the tools to be a champion. You know what I mean? He's strong. He's got stand-up. He's got ground game. He's explosive. He's big for the weight class. He cuts a lot of weight, and then by the time the fight comes, he's usually the bigger guy in the cage. Uh, Unfortunately, he's more of a showboater. He likes to entertain. He is paying attention to the crowd when he probably should be paying attention to the fight. And he has gassed out in the past. Um, I don't remember what fight it was, but he was fighting somebody. And he just had this super extravagant, flamboyant walk into the cage where he did multiple flips, multiple dance moves. I want to say like halfway through the first round, he was already gassed.
1: Well, dude, just remember when he fucking was fighting Diego Sanchez. Like that whole fucking fight was just like, no, I mean, Diego Sanchez went off the rails anyways, right? Like he was just kind of like doing, I don't know what he was doing in that fight, but Michelle's just, Michael wasn't really taking it seriously either. Like he, he was, um, Diego was on the ground. Um, Michael was trying to uh, work his way in into the guard or like into like some ground and pound. And then and like, so Diego was trying to upkick Michael. And then instead of Michael, like just, you know, repositioning going into side control or something like that, he ends up doing a backflip right onto Diego. Yeah. Do you remember that shit?
0: Yes. Yes. Totally. Remember what a, uh, waste of energy. What, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Just so many things that were wrong with that, but whatever that he's the one in there. You know what I mean? And that's what you're going to get. You know, you're going to get, ex, ex, uh, just, you never, you don't know what you're going to get, actually. You know, you don't know if he's yeah. going to do a flip. You don't know if he's going to shoot a takedown. You don't know if he's going to pull off a capoeira back kick. Who knows what this guy's going to do. Um, But I am, I am going to go with Pereira in this match. Um, oh. I think that Nico is the dance partner that Pereira wants, that the UFC wants to showcase. And uh Nico's going to go out. I think Nico's going to go out. TKO, I'm saying TKO. Uh round three. Early round three. Oh man. Ooh. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Um yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to again uh say Nico, man. Um I just I got Nico on this one. Um I mean yeah, he's uh Michael Pereira is, is 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 a big dude compared to you know whoever else is in the weight class and he's definitely got skills, but I don't know, maybe Maybe just because I don't like the showboat and stuff. I'm not really a fan. I don't want to see him win. And I just really like Nico Price's style. But aside from that, um, Nico's got some really good stand-up. And I love to watch him fight. Like, he's he's got some serious skill. He's got, you know, he's he's athletic. I mean, like, you can... Anytime you watch him fight, like, he's putting on a good show. And not, not the type that Michael's putting down. You know what I'm saying? Not the type of show that Michael does. So, I... I think he's going to get him. I think he's taking this way too seriously. You know, he knows what it what it feels to kind of just like not feel, not be at the top anymore, or rising to the top anymore. Uh, and this is a second rise. Like this is his is uh, his chance to show that he can he can be another cont- a contender again. You know what I'm saying? So I say he's going to end up taking it to him, second round knockout. Nico Price.
0: Oh, you're countering my counter? How yep. dare
1: you? Yep. That's what's up. Take it to the all bank.
0: Right, all right.
1: Wait. Let me see who's the favorite I'll do it in this here.
0: Fight. MGM has Michael Pareda, Michelle Pareda as a favorite. A minus one fifty five favorite. Nico. yeah, that's
1: yeah, that's kind of the average of what I'm looking at as well. So there you go. There's your yeah. upset, man. I I feel it. I mean, it's not a huge, it's not a huge difference, but. You know, a couple hundred dollars makes a difference.
0: Yeah, yeah. CBS Sports has him. Let's see. CBS Sports has him as a minus 160 favorite. equal Price plus 140. So let's go. I'll just use the CBS Sports. um,
1: All right. Cool. As as a gauge from now on? Yeah. All right. All right. Next fight we're talking about? Carlos Condit and Max Griffin.
0: Carlos Condit, Max Griffin. You want to go over the fight odds real quick on this one? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So Max Griffin is a heavy minus 175 favorite. Carlos Condit coming in as the underdog at plus 155. So you bet 100 bucks on Carlos Condit. You get 155 back. In order to make 100 bucks on Max Griffin, you'd have to lay down 175. What you think about this one, man?
1: You know, it's the upper cover versus the legend kind of a of a deal here, and I I'm just going to go with my heart, dude. I, I I like to watch Carlos Condit fight. I mean, we know we've been watching him for a long time. Want to see him win. Um, oh man, I'm excited for the fight just because of who it is. So, I I'm going to say Carlos Condit decision.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, bro. I'm on Max Griffin's Wikipedia page. says here, got a first-degree black belt in kickboxing, first-degree black belt in Bok Fu, and a black belt in Mary Noble's fighting system. I don't know what that is.
1: Yeah, I was going to say.
0: (laughs) I don't know, man. I just thought it was funny, and I wanted to bring that up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Looking at his last... Two fights. He is coming off of two wins in a row. He's got a win off of somebody named Song Keenan, KO round one. Uh, That was in March of this year. Then we go back to November of last year, and he beat Ramiz Brahimaj by TKO stoppage in the third round. Um, But before that, he lost to Alex Cowboy Oliveira. And then he before that, he lost to Alex Morono. Um, before that, he beat somebody named Zelim Imareyev by decision. And then before that, he lost twice in a row. To but not, before, not before beating Mike Perry back in 2018 by unanimous decision. He's kind of a um, journeyman. He's been he's been fighting for a while. Uh, I think his first fight was back in 2009. Uh, so he's no spring chicken. He is coming off two wins. But I mean, I'm not too impressed with those. Uh, I kind of feel like this... That match was handpicked for Carlos Condit to kind of like ride off into the sunset. I'm not saying this is an easy fight for Car- for Carlos to win, but I do foresee him winning this match. Not easily, but I do see it, like you said, Fonzo, a three-round z- unanimous decision. Um, possibly even a split decision, you know. But I do see him coming out on top, ending his career with this one possibly. In the UFC, I mean, at least. He can always do bare knuckle or something else. <laughs> I was
1: about to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, all right, so that rounds out the pre Let's get into the main card here, brother. I all am right. Oh, for these for this main card.
1: Now, all right, all uh, right, main
0: card, main card is going to open up with Sean O'Malley. And uh, who is Sean Chris O'Malley Muttino. supposed to fight, dude? I forgot Cr- Chris Mutino. Well, that's who he's fighting now, but before this, because Chris oh, Mutino shit. is a, a late replacement, right? Sean O'Malley, oh, supposed yeah. To- Oh, he was supposed to fight that Hawaiian kid, Louis Smoka.
1: Lewis Smoka.
0: Yeah, he was supposed to fight Louis Smoka. I mean, he's tough, but Sean was probably going to beat that kid. And then so when Louis Smoka dropped out, there's all kinds of people hitting up the UFC asking for this fight. Marab, Deval- the guy that trains with, uh, who's the guy that just stole the 135-pound belt? Funkmaster? Uh, Aljamain. Aljamain. He trains with Aljamain. So the I always forget how to say his last name, but it starts with a D. But this guy would have mauled Sean O'Malley. Uh, Tim Elliott wanted a crack at O'Malley. Ray Borg wanted a crack at him. And Ricky Simone. Uh, I heard Ricky Simone was pretty close, but then at the last minute, they found out he wasn't going to be able to make the weight. So that's why he didn't get the shot. Um, But either one of those four guys that I just mentioned would have been a fucking killer matchup against Sean O'Malley. Instead, he's going up against this kid, Chris Mutino. Do you know anything about that guy, Funzo? I had to I had to look him
1: up and watch some of his fights. Um, he's pretty good, dude. I was pretty pretty impressed with some of his um, for some of his fights. Um, but I don't know, man. I think Sean is going to take him anyways. I I, I mean, I, I don't I don't see him winning this fight. Um, let me look up some of his records so we can talk about talk about that as well.
0: I I'm looking him up on SureDog right now. And as far as the betting odds go, CBS Sports, holy the shit. Negative, dude, am, bet, I, am I seeing bet, this
1: right? Negative 763 for O'Malley, 70, dude, negative
0: seeing, 800? What? Dude, I'm seeing that's low. Check this out. I found it as high on my bookie. My bookie has Sean O'Malley at a minus 800 favorite, Chris dude. Mutino plus 450 underdog.
1: There's a there's a a sports bet has it has O'Malley at negative twelve fifty.
0: Damn, that's Dude, crazy. Like I,
1: you you want to put twelve fifty down just for a hundred bucks? That's right? crazy. That's yeah, and then crazy. let me see what's what's the highest here. So five ninety. So pa- FanDuel has got Mutino at a posit- uh at a plus five ninety. That's the highest I see here. So put in a hundred bucks, dude. You almost 6 your your money.
0: Damn, that's insane! Insane. All right. So who did you have on, on that fight? Who do you have? Um, I, I, have I got a record up on, and he's nine and four, three KOs, one submission, five decisions. Who, who has he fought? Where has he fought? As of recently, he fought for Cage Fury, um, yeah. and then before that, for something called CES MMA. Um, but I don't recognize any of the names. I don't either. That's probably why he's,
1: why he's so low on the um, on the betting odds too, because like he hasn't really had like top contenders.
0: Whoa! he fought will smith in his amateur record as an amateur <laughs> i see so, that <laughs> will smith back in 20 wait 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 what movie was smith in 20 I, I was
1: i was about to ask like was he like men in black will smith or was he like independence day will smith you know cuz that that makes a difference and then which men in For black sure. was it like men in black 1 or was it like men in black 3 cuz i don't know man if it was like will smith and like in Independence Day, yeah, there's no way. Like this guy's a beast, but if you fought Will Smith in like Wild Wild West, I get it.
0: Well, in twenty fifteen, Will Smith was in concussion and focus. And I never seen either one of those. Can't tell you.
1: Yeah, Uh me neither. So that means yeah, he it it was it was low bar. It was low bar.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well he will beat Will Smith.
1: That's true. It does look good on his resume.
0: Yeah. Oh, it does <laughs> say he got one entanglement right here.
1: dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I bet you right. after he uh, beat Will Smith, Jada was like, "Hey, what's up? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. All of a sudden. <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> all right, man. So who who uh, what was your pick in that fight again?
1: Sean O'Malley, and I got him uh, winning se- second round KO.
0: Second round KO? This is going to be another another highlight reel for Sean O'Malley. I'm going to go Sean O'Malley KO round one. Okay. I think he's going to come in heavy pressure, trying to make a statement. He's going to talk some shit, get on that mic, and he may be biting off too much that he can chew because after this, he has to fight somebody in the top eight, top ten. Yeah. Has yeah. to. No more fucking around. They've been putting this kid up against people who, come on, let's just, let's be honest here. People that he, that it's obviously known that he can win, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's just, they're just patting his record.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see him step up in competition for sure. Um, next fight, Irene Aldana and, y- oh yeah. So I said O'Malley, uh, round one KO. Um, yeah. Next fight, Irene Aldana and Yana Kunis- Kuniskaya. What you got?
1: Ooh man, this is gonna be a great fucking fight. Looking super forward to this one. Um, yeah, dude. But like, I gotta go. I gotta go with homegirl Irene Aldana. Man, I I love what she's been doing recently. She's fucking. She's a beast, dude. It just her stand up is clean. She's got good groundwork. Um, you know what I mean. She lost to Holly Holm, but I don't know, man. I mean, I had her I had her up on a couple of those rounds, so I'm like, hmm, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I think she's gonna take it. I think she's gonna win. Um and I wanna say it's gonna be a decision fight, it's gonna go to the end, so I wanna say unanimous decision.
0: Unanimous, Irene Aldana, unanimous,
1: all right. Uh, Irene Aldana. Yeah. But it's gonna I, I think it's gonna be a pretty good back and forth fight, but she's gonna end up going um taking taking advantage of most of the rounds what about trying you to see
0: how tall she is she's 58 Irene Aldana's 59 so they're pretty pretty much the same size I even uh, I'm looking at fight odds right now and most of Vegas has it almost even dude uh, Irene Aldana is a slight favorite um I'm seeing her as high as minus 125 minus 130 and then Yana is as low, as high as a plus 107 so oh yeah um not too- yeah, it's almost it's almost even, you know, looking at their records, like you mentioned, you know, Aldana is coming off of a five round decision loss to Holly Holm. But, dude, that is badass. Before yeah. that, she was coming off of two in a row. I'm gonna go with you, man. I think Aldana is going to use that experience that she got off of five rounds with Holly Holm, dude. Yeah. Dude. Five rounds with the former. Team. That is saying a lot, you know. I'm definitely going to go Irene Aldana decision. Uh, She's only got to put, you know, they're only fighting three rounds, so she's not going to have the five rounds. So she can use more of her energy. She doesn't have to hold back. Um, She might even get a finish, you know. Uh, Yana is tough, but I do see Irene using her boxing, using her stand-up, and edging out victory. So I'm going Aldana, unanimous decision. Okay, cool.
1: There we go. And then uh, that takes us to our next fight. It's a heavyweight bout tied to to Vasa versus Greg Hardy. Um, What are the odds on
0: those, Frank? Bro, I'm looking at it right now. And I have, I don't have, but Vegas has tied to Vasa as a favorite. And I'm looking at the FanDuel has him as high as a minus 144. And Greg Hardy, you'd get your money's worth on multiple sites has have him at a plus 115 so not really too much of a difference there. DraftKings has him at a plus 115, FanDuel has him at a plus 118, Sportbet plus 118. Tuivasa is a, a slight favorite here. Someone's going to get hurt big time in this yeah. fight. Oh I'm yeah. really look heavy hitters. This, this is the fight that people have been asking to see Greg Hardy get for, for a long time cuz everybody just wants to see him get knocked the f out uh, people still got a boner for him for what he did a long time ago. And maybe he hasn't paid for it. If he hasn't, this is the fight to watch because he's probably going to get smacked up super hard in this. He's going to need more than it. Greg Hardy is going to need more than his athletic ability to get past Tui Tuivasa because Tui Vasa has a concrete block of a head. And he drops <laughs> some <laughs> hammers, dude. He's got yeah, power. Yeah, he does. And he's not afraid to get the beer out of your shoe. So, Greg Hardy's going to have his hands full, man. I'll, I'm going to say TKO Ivasa round two. Greg Hardy, you're going down, mm. brother.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree, man. Um, unless, you know, the only thing I, I would see that it might go a different way, I, I still think maybe Tuivasa would win, uh, would come out uh, victor regardless. But, you know, if it turns into one of those, like, you know, just grappling, like just dirty grappling matches where nobody's really swinging – you know, maybe that would be Greg Hardy's plan if he feels power and he just gets like, you know, he just starts noticing like, oh, shit, I can't, you know, I, I can't trade with him. He just starts trying to tie him up and then just, you know, clinch and, and you know, press him up against the cage and just stall as much as possible. I can see this going like a, a really boring fight, actually, um, which I don't want it to be. And I hope it's not. Uh, but that could be it either way. Um, tie to Vasa, you know, decision. Could happen, but I, I think it's more likely to happen. So I'll go with you. I'll, I'll go ahead and um, and agree with you. Second round knockout, Titu Vasa. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that Hardy is his plan is gonna have to be to come in and get in close, man. Because the more space he gives to Tuivasa, the more space, he, the more time he's gonna have yeah. to load up on punches and, and throw. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, yep. So if Hardy can close the distance, can Manipulate the fight and can tie up Tuivasa, possibly get a takedown, possibly keep him in like an Muay Thai plum or just press up against the cage. He's got a chance. He doesn't have that much less experience in Tuivasa, you know what I mean? Tuivasa's got 15 fights. Greg Hardy's already got 10. So uh, as far as experience goes, Tuivasa's got a little bit of advantage there. Uh, But Greg Hardy's got all the advantages as far as athleticism and coaching, you know. Like I said, man, it only is gonna take one shot from Tuivasa to drop Hardy on his ass, and uh, I think we're gonna see it. I think we're gonna see him go down hard. So yeah. we both got Tuivasa second round. All right, dude, this co-main event fight that we're about to talk about. Have you watched the countdown show yet for this show? No, yet?
1: Oh, I have not, dude. Oh, dude. I
0: caught I it last not. night, and I am pumped. For this fight right here. Dude, people are sleeping on Steven Wonderboy Thompson, man. People oh, forget how yeah. of a dynamic striker this guy is. This guy's coming from all different angles, and he's not just kicking, dude. He's got hands. He's got mm-hmm. elbows. and they're, they're coming from all over the place. He'll jump. He'll spin. He'll duck to the side. He'll dart in and out. You know, he... Dude, and T-Wood couldn't even get him down when T-Wood was oh, T-Wood. Oh, no. so yeah, yeah that's saying a lot, you know. Um, but, but on the other side of the cage that night, we got my man Gilbert Durinho Burns, bro. Oh, dude. I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Durinho will be a champ in this weight class soon. However, I don't know if he's going to have enough to – Take Wonder Boy down. He does does he have the skills to do it? Yes. However, Wonder Boy's got that reach. And Wonder Boy yeah. has that takedown defense like no other. And if Gilbert cannot get Wonder Boy down, he's in for a long night. I see Wonder Boy picking Durinho apart and just amassing the damage as the as the fight goes on with those bony long arms and those kicks. I just don't think that Durinho has the stand-up yet to get in with Wonderboy. And I think Boy is going to earn himself a title shot here tonight, on this night. And uh, we're going to watch a one. I mean, this could be Wonderboy's last run at the title. And he might be the best version of himself that he's ever been. With all this experience, all this confidence, all this, everyone's been drawn back and forth. And you know who hasn't been trying to chirp that much? has been wonder boy. He's been letting everybody talk. Uh, everyone's mm-hmm. stepping up, everyone's fighting, And he's just been in the background, just watching, patiently watching, patiently waiting to get healthy, waiting to get back in. And this is his ticket to the title shot. And I think he knows that. And I think he is more than prepared for it. And like I said, I think we're going to see the best version that we've ever seen. If Kamaro did what he did to Durinho, I don't see Wonder Boy having a problem at all because he picked him apart, dude. He fucked him up, dropped him with some hand with his yeah. hands. Uh, yeah. and I see Wonder Boy doing the same thing. Not as quickly as Kamaru did it, but over like I said, over time, I wouldn't be surprised if Wonder Boy won by TKO late round four or midways through round five. But I'm definitely going Wonder Boy.
1: I see. yeah, dude. I I have to agree. Um, you know, I I love that Wonder Boy style. Uh, just you know, just in and out, quick. Like you know, what I'm saying? he's got that sideways stance. It's it's like he's able to move super fluidly. Um, I think he's gonna end up using a lot of the leg kicks to keep uh Gilbert Burns at bay. Um, trying to take out his legs so he you know he can't shoot as as well as he as as he as he can keep him bay that way and then use other strikes to also uh, keep him from coming in. But um, so I completely agree with you. Although I see this going all the way, um, you know, and just kind of picking him apart. I don't know if he's going to get a, a, a knockout or a TKO. Um, I'll play it safe here and just call it Steven Thompson split decision round, um, um, you know, going all five rounds. Uh, but I do agree with everything yeah, you I mean, just said. I do. Dude, I, I would love to see Thompson again. Usman. I would love to see yeah. that fight. That'd be great. Um, yeah. But the I, ultimate yeah, I think striker it,
0: versus grapple.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and um, you know, I, I do think though that he um, he's he's going to have some challenge going through Gilbert Burns, um, especially if Gilbert Burns is able to to bring him down. Um, um, he might be able to. I don't think he might be able to keep him down though. So we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, my my money's with uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, United uh, or split decision. Excuse me.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, brother. All right, man. You ready to get into this main event? Last fight of the night? Let's do it. Last fight of the night. Main event. Part three. Now, think back to how many movies you've watched in the past. How many fights you've watched in the past that have made it up to three parts. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm thinking, like, just off the top of my head, Vanderlei Silva, Quentin Jackson, they fought three mm-hmm. times.
1: Yeah. Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz. Um, wasn't it um, was Barrera and Marquez? Barrera Marquez. Oh, Did go. they go yeah. three, three, three rounds of boxing?
0: Yeah. Hulk Hogan, Iron Sheik. <laughs> Had yep. multiple matchups. Oh, was Rockies, it Bradley?
1: Pacquiao and Bradley. Went,
0: uh, pa- Pacquiao and Bradley. and Bradley. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, man. I can't really remember what happened in too many of those other fights. You know what I mean? Like usually yeah. the same thing would just like, like Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell would just always whoop on Tito Ortiz, you know? Yeah. So Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor tied up at one apiece. piece. However, Conor's victory over Dustin was way back in the day. And it kind of just seems like that was when Dustin was just a kid, you know, and now he's grown yeah. into a, a man and now he can handle his own. And I just don't see Connor winning this fight. I don't see any way, anyhow that he's going to bring back that magic and luster that he had when he was on his way up. I don't care what, you know? He may want that to happen, but I just don't think that Dustin is is ready to give up that belt and Connor's not that guy to take it from him. The way that Connor yeah. uh the the way that Connor thinks he's going to be able to. Is he going to yeah. come in and start throwing kicks like he used to and take out Dustin's legs. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you look back at the second fight, Connor was landing some shots. You yeah, know? he was
1: yeah, um, he caught him a couple of good knows times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he caught him. Yeah. And even Dustin yeah. said he hit him hard, you know, yeah. who knows what would have happened if he would have checked those kicks or if those kicks by Dustin wouldn't have landed. Um, But Dustin was getting the best of him as well. You know, Dustin wasn't messing around. So for part three of this fight, I don't really see anything changing much. You know, we're a few, we're like a week away from this fight, you know, two weeks away. Yeah, no, not even. We're next weekend is this fight already. By this time last fight. We should already know what
1: what the results are. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. By this time next week, we should know what happened.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, for sure we will, right? For sure, we will. But what I was gonna what I was gonna say was leading up to the second fight, Connor was on Instagram posting, uh, "Hey, check out these new Bugattis I bought. I bought two colors. Check out my watches that I just bought." Because this last fight was in Dubai, so Connor was there early and he was shopping and he was posting pics left and right, going out to dinners. And and like I said before, man, that's one of my tells that I use when I pick my fights. Is if I'm not sure who's going to win the fight, I'll go on Instagram and I'll check out each fighter's profiles to see what they've been posting, what they've been doing. And Connor was all about the Instagram life. And Dustin wasn't even chirping on anything. So, and look what ended up happening. Dustin just put a major beat down on Connor. He was Mm -hmm. focused and ready from the moment that bell rang and he got his hand raised. Now, part three is coming back around. Dustin is the champ. He's gonna defend his title. He's got all this attention, all these, all these accolades. He's got a lot of a lot of steam coming behind him. He's got his his uh nonprofit organization on his shoulders. I don't think he wants to give up all this attention and all this all this good publicity that he's been getting. Uh and I don't like I said, I don't think Connor's gonna be the one to take it away either. Connor got a lot of money from recently. From his sales of proper 12 whiskey. Mm -hmm. So, when you're living that comfortably, man, I mean, how hungry anymore? Drive do you have? Good call. Good word, dude. How hungry is he to get that title back? Does he want to do all the hours, all the time that it takes to become a champion? And does he believe that he's the champion? You know what I mean?
1: Well, and then the other thing, thing too, is. is is yeah, and once you're champion, people are coming for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it's more work mm-hmm. after that, and then you 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 become the poster boy again. You have to go back to work. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not just like oh I I I'm holding onto the belt. That's it. Like there's there's shit you got to do once you become champ. So you're right, man. Having that lifestyle that he's created for himself, does he really want to do that shit all over again? I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who knows, man? I don't know. Only Conor can answer that question. You know what I mean? Uh, with that being said, though. I do think that we are going to see a different version, Connor, a smarter, a smarter Connor, but I don't think it's going to be enough to overcome Dustin. I think this is Dustin's prime. He is the man of the mountain right now. He is the pound. He's the champ of this division and he's going to rule for a little bit longer, man. He's going to be there for a little bit longer. I think that this time we are going to see a five round fight, but we are going to see Dustin come out on top. And I think this is going to be fight of the night for sure. Uh, We're going to be seeing two warriors going toe-to-toe, just trying to outdo each other. Us as fans, we're going to win most definitely. There is only going to be one winner. It's going to be Dustin. But after this, I'm sure that neither fighter is going to be the same after this, man, because this is going to be one of those fights that's going to take a toll on their career, for sure. Dustin Poirier uh, by, I'm going to say split decision.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good call. I was about to say, and, and then just oh, I uh, those.
0: The odds.
1: Oh, I was just about uh, to say that. I we forgot to mean, all...
0: man. Dustin. Dustin is a slight favorite. I'm seeing him in the range of as low as minus one ten favorite, all the way up to a minus one thirty. Um, yeah. Connor, I see Connor at a minus one ten on Bet Any Sports, um, and as high as a plus one ten on a few handful of sites so uh yeah pretty evenly matched pretty evenly matched yeah all right sorry Fonzo no it's cool I
1: I was about to say that too and it just I mean I don't know I I mean it surprises me that Connor's odds are so so high still like they're they're pretty high you know what I'm saying like I would have put a much lower um chance of winning just because of how I mean dude his last fight this, this their last fight I mean he really yeah he landed a few shots but he was just you know he he was he was out out in almost every single way, like you know those those leg kicks. But not only that, the exchanges. I think Dustin Poirier got more more um, out of those exchanges than Connor did, and he was just showed how how much more of a dominant fighter that Dustin is. So yeah, and I agree that he is going to be a more uh, Connor's going to be a more um, smarter fighter. Um, you know he'll he'll check those kicks. You know probably which, you know, it'll force us to find a, a different way uh, to attack and, and to get the upper hand, and I think he will. I don't think it's going to end up going all the, all five rounds, though. I'll go ahead and say fourth round uh, stoppage fight for Poye.
0: Ooh. All right, all right. So there yeah. you go. That's the UFC That's- 264 pay-per-view show and picks. Hopefully yeah. you guys wrote him down uh if you agree let us know if you don't let's throw down on this man let us know what your picks are we'll mix it up we'll use a new site and let's see what happens you know what i mean yeah uh i feel pretty confident in our picks though we've been on a pretty good hot streak uh i'm not gonna brag too much about that but uh we kind of do know what we're talking about so
1: okay <laughs> yeah, remember it's all if you want to make fun, s- man, like i said if you want to make some easy money, go hit up Eddie Benham. He'll bet you anything, and you end up winning. Sorry, you Eddie.
0: You won't even push him hard either. He'll just do it. <laughs> All right, man. Anything else you want to add to this?
1: No, nah, man. I'm just excited for these fights. I can't wait for next weekend. Um, but for now, I got a barbecue to get to. Hope you Jujiteros out there um, also are enjoying your 4th of July. Uh, celebrate. Be safe. Don't blow yourselves up because – you know, we like talking to you guys and chilling with you guys. So see you next time. Peace.
0: That's right. That's right. Hey, don't be blowing your fingers off. Cause then how are you going to tweet his bank or <laughs> DM Alfonso about his inquidavos invites? You know, if you don't respond, he's just assuming you're showing up and he's going to come to your yeah. house. So don't yeah, blow go your up hands off. You know? <laughs> how are you going to play lapel guard? You ain't got no fingers. Be safe, everybody. Have a great 4th of July. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned because we did an awesome kick-ass interview with your boy, Black Belt Jujitero Cole Franson. Awesome interview. He gave some great tips, great advice, uh, some great stories. Um, Also coming up very soon, July 17th, ADCC Super Fight Show and end the night with your boy, me and Eddie, Opening up for the great Ian Edwards at Fulton 55 in downtown Fresno. So uh, we got that coming up. So in the meantime, keep rolling and training if you can out there. And we hope to hear from you soon. Peace. This is the motivation.
1: Celebrating the special women in your life? At BlueNile.com, you can easily navigate thousands of fine jewelry options at every price point. Need help? No problem. Blue Nile offers expert advice 24-7 via phone or chat. Online shopping is easy with free shipping and returns. Until Mother's Day, listeners can save $50 on purchases of $500 or more. Just go to BlueNile.com and use the code RADIO to save.